Welcome to Joy in Learning, a podcast from the Harley School in Rochester, New York. We're an independent school for nursery through grade 12, where there's always lots of interesting learning going on for us to share with you. On today's episode, I'm joined by this month's Common Speaker Series guests to get a preview of their upcoming talk on the intersection of the environment and politics. Enjoy. Thanks for joining us. I'm here with Abby, Al, and Heather, and we are going to be talking about the upcoming Common Speaker series on the intersection of the environment and politics. So I'm going to start just going from from left from my left to right and have each of our guests sort of start by explaining uh, who they are and uh, the organization that they're here representing. So Abby, if you could uh, do that, just tell me, uh, give me your full name and, and tell, talk to me about your organization. Sure. Um, so my name is Abby McHugh Griffith. I'm the interim executive director of the Rochester People's Climate Coalition, which is an organization of organizations, including actually the two organizations you'll be hearing about next. Um, And, you know, we really what we focus on is uniting all the various groups that are working on the challenge of climate change and making sure we're all on the same page and um, using our resources efficiently and effectively. Great. Thank you. And Al. My name is Al Hibner, and uh, I'm retired, but I'm a volunteer with Citizens Climate Lobby and have worked with uh, CCL, as it's known, for about a year and a half. And we are, uh, we've been in existence for about 10 years, and we are laser-focused on a single solution, lobbying our members of Congress to enact a carbon fee and dividend proposal to put a price on carbon and to return all of the net dividends to American households equally. A simple, fair, transparent political solution that we're hoping uh, will be brought to uh, the floor of Congress within the next few months. We, you know, we don't have any timeline on it, but we're hoping for this legislation to take place as soon as possible. We have about 100,000 members across the world and about 500 chapters. So we're, we're again, very, very focused on uh, this one political uh, piece of legislation to uh, have enacted by Congress. Great. Thank you. And Heather, uh, and we are passing microphones, so Al could pass the microphone to Heather. I'm Heather DeLeese. I'm a parent leader for my two school-age children and a team coordinator for Mothers Out Front a nonprofit organization that gives local parents and caregivers, not just mothers, a voice they can utilize to advocate and shape environmental policies that will result in a safer climate future for our children. I'm thrilled that I actually have the chance to share my story as well as the journeys Mothers Out Front as an organization has had in making a difference in local communities to transition them off fossil fuels and into renewable energies because the overuse of fossil fuels is quite the biggest factor causing rapid climate change. I am also delighted to talk about what we all can do as caregivers and parents in order to support this. Sounds great. Thank you. So um, you're all going to be talking uh, next, well, Tuesday, the the 25th um, at this year's first common series. Um, tell us uh, what we can plan, what we think, what you're going to be talking about in that uh, in that event. It's just going to be the three of you. Uh, and you're, I know that the title of the event is the intersection of environment and politics. What does that mean? What can we expect to hear from this? 
So we will be addressing climate change specifically. There's certainly many environmental issues that are worthy of attention, but this will be specifically about climate. And um, you know, one, one position that RPCC takes very strongly is that although individual behavior change, you know, recycling, composting, those things are important. Um, we should all be doing that certainly, but that's not gonna solve the climate crisis. What we need is systems level change. And in order to get that, we're going to have to engage with the political system. You know, whether that just be making sure you vote, which our opportunity for that is coming up very, 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 very soon. Um, so that's an important role that we all have to play. But then also there's the letter writing, the phone calls, the meeting with our representatives. Um, because if we don't tell them that climate needs to be a priority and identify for them specific solutions that we'd like them to enact, then, uh, well, we, we won't really get too far, will we? So we're going to be talking about the specific ways that, that um, you know, citizens can engage in the political system to enact change on climate. Great. Al, what can we expect to hear from you? And we'll take you first through who we are and uh, how we work and really delve more into the details of our policy, the policy that we would like to have enacted. Um, talking about the benefits of it, uh, why, why we really should be doing this. And uh, we're going to talk quite a bit about how we do it as well, how we engage in many different what, what we call levers of political will to engage with our members of Congress and give them the political will to carry this legislation over over the finish line. So that's, uh, lastly, we'll end up by inviting you to join us and we'll tell you how you can engage with Citizens Climate Lobby, what kinds of volunteer activities we do, and uh, how we might like to have you uh, join our organization. Great. As Abby is mentioning before, uh, we'll be focusing on what we can do as far as terms of the election coming up, what we should be looking for, what we should be doing in terms of how to uh, effectively save you know, our world from future climate change um, rapidly deteriorating it. So as Abby said, there's a primary on the 13th, that's this Thursday, so please get out there and vote. It's for our statewide and local elected offices, and the general election, as everybody will be talking about, on November 6th. Um, and these conversations that we're going to have are important. It's good to know what we feel as a community, what our children need in terms of systemic policies surrounding the environment and fossil fuels. We need to be able to press elected officials for solutions. We can always do our best to recycle, boycott, you know, harmful fossil fuels um, and to stop fossil fuel industries and oil companies from producing harmful products. Uh, but what we seem to forget is all of these choices that we make, the things we buy, uh, the, the way we commute is a vote. And that in itself is very powerful. And you need mass quantities of voices together to be heard in order to to really make a movement of where you want to vote. So yes, you know, stopping the use of, of these types of things is a great way to do that, but that's not always available to us. It's not always affordable, and it's not always you know, secondhand knowledge of, of how to do that. So it's important that we put this pressure on our elected officials to have the vision going forward and what policies are going to help us achieve 
a more sustainable climate for our world and our children. So, you know, due to our hectic lives or perhaps maybe thinking that our votes won't make a difference, unfortunately, a lot of us don't get to the polls and vote. It's very, very important. It, it, has, a, it has everything to do with how healthy our future is going to be for our children because we won't be here they won't have us to help them so this is more about just doing the right thing it's it's about looking forward and uh, you know participating in elections uh, and giving our vote is a powerful thing and not going is giving your vote to the few that show up at the polls you're letting them make the choices for you and often what we're finding is their opinions don't reflect our feelings and what we need so uh, showing up for this discussion at the Harley School, I believe on, on it was September 25th on Tuesday, <laughs> it's in a way, it's a first step towards vote to have a conversation. And uh, you'll learn all about Mothers Out Front, what we've done in the community. Um, you know, everybody's busy. It's really hard to find time. There's so many different ways that you can participate. And uh, if you want more information, of course, go to mothersoutfront.org and definitely join us on the 25th. Great, thank you. Uh, is there anything that uh, that any of you are particularly excited about or concerned about in the election coming up in November or um, the one coming up this week? I think you know what what Heather said that people won't people who care about this issue won't show up. You know, there's been there's been a lot of um, research done that environmentalists don't vote, which is crazy. Um, you know, especially at this point in history with the challenges we face. Um, I mean, it, I, that, that to me is frustrating, right? I, um, so, so that would be my, my, my biggest fear is that people who care about this issue won't take the time to vote. But, you know, it does go beyond the election, right? That's, that's step number one, electing the, the leaders we need. But then we need to continue to engage with them after that. And, and we can talk about that, um, you know, on Tuesday the 25th. Great. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm hoping that this election brings a return to less hyper-partisanship, that uh, we become more nonpartisan, we begin to be able to look at solutions like Citizens Climate Lobby is proposing that are uh, nonpartisan, and that we get past all of the, uh, the issues that we're having with, with being so, um, so partisan. Uh, we, we believe that our solution is something that is generally recognized as one of the first best steps we can take. Putting a price on carbon. If you want less greenhouse gas emissions, make it more expensive. And secondarily, return those revenues to the American households so that they can defray the cost of increasing energy. And that process will supercharge uh, the progress of all the other critical global warming solutions out there. So hope for nonpartisanship, hope for a, a, a good election that brings us a, a chance to pass this legislation. Great. And Heather? I, I said it before, I, and Abby said it, it's been repeated, and it's the fear that we're not going to get enough people at the polls. Mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> unfortunately, what we don't see a lot at the polls are our parents, because we're incredibly busy we're working full-time jobs we have to get home we have to make dinner we have to do homework we have to drive kids to sports and a lot of us don't have time to even know who our elected officials are or who's running 
And so it's hard to find that time to know even what you want to vote for at the polls. But if you if you can, everybody's on their Facebook, everybody's checking their texts. Just go to the Monroe County Board of Elections and on their website, on the left hand side, you'll see Board of Elections and you can actually see your ballot. You put in your name and your birth date and your street address and it'll show you who's going to be on your ballot and where your voting station will be, where your polls will be. And you just do a quick Google search, read through who's running and decide, make a good decision and, and do it, do it for your kids and do it for the kids in your life, not just your kids, but all kids. I think that's fantastic. I think it's a great way to wrap up. That is something that I didn't know. Uh, I vote in every possible election, and I didn't know that I could see my own ballot. I think that's great. That's great information. Speaking of great information, if you are not registered to vote at this event on uh, Tuesday the 25th, you will be able to register to vote. Uh, I was talking to someone earlier today who is uh, 19 years old and has never voted, and she is going to be attending to register to vote. Uh, So please come and join us. Uh, See this entire talk. It's super interesting. And um, I I agree that the sentiment is get out and vote and uh, take that first step in uh, your own action politically by coming in and hearing these great folks speak. So thank you for joining me today. This is great information and I can't wait to hear you talk. Thank Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today on Joy in Learning the Harley Schools podcast. We look forward to sharing interesting stories, discussing educational topics, and exploring ideas with you on our next episode. See you again soon.